This podcast episode is sponsored by the Catapult Caribbean Artist Showcase Grant, made possible by the American Friends of Jamaica, Fresh Milk Barbados, and Kingston Creative. Thank you. Welcome to the last episode of Season 1 of the Artifacts Podcast, where our lives affect art inside out. I am your host, Today Hassel. And today I had the amazing pleasure of speaking with Bermudian songwriter and rapper, Busby. Busby is your neighborhood vibe dealer who uses music as a medium to invigorate his listeners' emotions through a fusion of introspective lyrics and soulful sounds. Busby has cemented himself as a reputable architect within Bermuda's creative culture, making music for roughly 10 years now. In 2013, he was awarded the Capital G Inspiration Scholarship for artistically talented students. Since then, he has released calculated singles that have been featured in Bermuda's Top 100 via streaming platforms and has received over 100,000 plays on SoundCloud from all walks of life. He is influenced by musical icons such as OutKast, Anita Baker, Barb Molly, Jay-Z, and Sade. 2021 looks to be an impactful year for Busby as he has recently released his debut EP, What You Failed to Observe. If you would like to connect with Busby, you can find him on Instagram at Building the Buzz and you can listen to his music where all music is found. Good afternoon, Busby. Welcome to the Artifacts Podcast. We're super excited to have you on with us today. Thank you so, so much for taking the time to join us in conversation today. DJD, I appreciate you know, being here. Definitely a good vibe. Yes, I'm so glad. I'm so glad we could find the time to sit down and chat. I am totally feeling your music. It's such a vibe, so soulful. And I think you're a real jam um, in the Bermudian art scene and music scene. So I'm thrilled to be chatting with you today. So I just wanted to kind of start the conversation off having you speak a little bit about your experience growing up in Bermuda, like what that was like for you and how your early childhood experiences have shaped you as a musician. Okay, okay. Um, genuinely, I grew up, you know, a normal, typical Bermudian, pretty much just, you know, when we was younger, we used to just play out in the yard. We didn't really have too much. Mm-hmm. You more or less, like, met all your neighbors. You got cool with your neighbors, and that was my typical childhood. Um, music played a, a big role in growing up, you know. I always heard, like, old school, you know, that old, old is music. My granny put me on to that. But for the most part, it was like nature walks, um, spending time outside, just stuff like that. Like, you know, typical, typical childhood. So at what point would you say that you got started with music? Um, I think music always played a, a role in my life, whether it was like subconscious or not. You know, I found out later in life that my, my grandfather was in a band. You know, he was a this big singer. You know, I knew I always knew he sang, but, mm-hmm. you know, you find out different things growing up but like I said subconsciously music was you know deeply connected in my childhood like I said growing up I heard a lot of like good music you know soulful music like as you were saying so it yeah. played a part on like me being submerged in, in good music and around good music that you know I mean I was I was that irritating kid that were like <laughs> that pretty much were like not know the lyrics but I'll mumble them until I get them type thing right you know? You know, funny. parents would be like, you better know your schoolwork, like lyrics. Like, I was yes. like one of those kids. <laughs> so, 
I always I was basically learning how to flow on like songs before I even knew what I was doing, you know. So mm. it was it was something that I, you know, like I said, it's subconscious. But when it's time to make music, you're like, oh, I kind of like this, you know. It's, it feels good because right. all your life you've been around that, you know. So yeah, totally. Um, I remember in conversation with Derek because we had him on the podcast a couple of episodes ago. But I remember he had mentioned him seeing you when you were at Barclay. And, you know, I know you've been doing music for maybe like the past 10 years or so. Yeah, exactly. So, which is awesome. I mean, like you were, you were young, like doing it. Yeah, we were trash though, like to be honest, like we were probably <laughs> really bad. Like, really? But, yeah, we, like that was probably the, the worst I said we were. And right. from there, we hadn't stopped. Like we never stopped. So that was the worst, but the... The beauty of it is that we never stopped. We right. always ran on, you know. So, and that's what's special. Yeah, I, I definitely you gotta was start somewhere. On. Yeah, we, you have to. But you know, this was in a time where it was pretty taboo to be rapper, you know. And this was why, because this is how it would sound, you know, until you actually perfect your craft. Yeah. So I say all that to say, yeah, we were flowing, but um, you know, we were just chasing similes and just doing what we heard. Until we, you know, added our, our reality and added our stories. But that comes with time, you know? Yeah. So. Totally. Yeah, like, we were we were rapping in Barclay. That's probably when we started, like, maybe when I was 16, we was rapping on, like, Barclay laptops. So that was to put that into perspective. Like, right. we didn't really have a mic. We just had the mic on the laptop. We were, like, put it on Facebook and, you know, people would like it. And, you know, it made us feel like okay like yeah we could do this like it's right. fun you like know? it's something, it's in something different yeah, yeah. It's, you know it was unique that we just were like doing poems on beats like it was like looking back at it i'll be like uh what was i doing what was i saying but you know that was the beauty of it so mm. yeah yeah that's totally the, the beauty i mean that's any craft though it's like you have to start someplace and then i think the more consistent you are with it it just kind of like naturally evolves and grows from there and i mean thank god you kept going with it because i mean your music is so nice it's so beautiful so sultry and soulful and i i think that it's also like really rare too um that like your sound is definitely your sound um i would say for sure in bermuda you know everybody is influenced differently you know i don't want Mm -hmm. like people think like if I listen to reggae all day, I will, I have to make reggae, you know? I don't, right. you don't have to use your inspiration. You don't have to copy it. Like you could use it for what it is. It could be like a drum pattern. It could be just a lyric, you know, that makes you want to write a story or write a, a concept behind that. So mm, like mm. all of my influences are, are different, you know? Right. I just take what I need to from it. So um, what would you say some of your influences are? Um, I, I really like old music, like soulful music. That that really is some of my favorite music. And like I said, it always goes back to childhood and growing up on music before my time. But right. I always liked sampled sampled music. Like when I first started, I made my first mixtape yesterday, tomorrow. I was just basically looking for like Jay Dilla beats, like mm-hmm. crazy old school sample boom bap type beats. Because nice. I just that was like the only thing that had samples. And then you had R&B that pretty much had samples. But, you know, it started with hip-hop. So that was pretty much my main influence. Like, that is so cool. Like, Anita Baker. I don't know. Am I naming singers? Like, when you're saying influence, like, like am I naming anything, artists? Really, anything, really. Artists, 
I mean, I'm influenced could... by like reality at the end of the day. Right. But like, as far as like sounds, like sonically, it's like that old R&B, that soulful, like jazzy vibes. Like all of that just takes me to a different place, you know? Yeah, I definitely feel you on that. Jazz is my thing. That's what I usually I paint that. to. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally just, my it's vibe. Just, it's just the vibe, like. Um, I really got like a real jazzy kind of bluesy vibe on one of the um songs that you had sent me. I think it was called yeah. Jungle, Jungle Jungle Paradise. Paradigm. Yes. Jungle Paradigm. Jungle yes. Paradigm. Yeah. So nice. Jungle Paradigm is basically like it was one of those like I I literally when I say what I'm, what I'm saying is literally me just doing it. So mm -hmm. I'm literally sitting in the middle of a jungle in a hammock, just writing, you know, what I see. Right. And I, I sat in my notepad for like years. I just didn't know what I would do to it. Didn't, you know, I just knew it would be on a project, but the project right. wasn't, you know, it was, the idea of a project wasn't even incepted yet, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't even born yet. The idea was, you know, it was just sitting in my notepad and I just left right. it there. Actually, it wasn't even in my, I wrote it down. I just wrote That's it. That's cool. And, and I found a beat to it. I was just like, this would be perfect for it. And I wanted it to transition into like an actual song. But I wanted to be able to just talk on a beat. Like, because, you know, that's most people don't do that. And it's right, not, exactly. I always was influenced by like, like interludes and stuff. That's why this whole project is the interludes because interludes are my favorite type of songs. So I wanted mm. that to be like an outro interlude. Like, I don't know. But, nice. So that yeah, one's hopefully... an outro. That one was yeah. That's the ultra. I didn't even okay. yeah. I didn't even tell you. That was the that's the last track. So nice. I, it's funny because when I was listening to it, I was like, oh wow, this is how he started it. It sounded like you started it that way. Um, I'd be really interested to hear how you started it because I really liked. It kind of felt like a beginning. So it was interesting that you're saying that it was the end. We well, in the song, I was even saying no, you know, new, no new beginnings, no real end is just new beginnings. Mm. So I wanted the song to feel like. Cause it actually hypes up at the end, so I wanted it to right. feel like it was something left, like it was, it was the end, but it was also a new beginning, you know. Yeah, and I totally got that vibe, cause it felt yeah, like so, it felt like there was like space to imagine more. Exactly. With it, exactly. yeah, I, I totally got that. Soulful vibe about it is really what made me want to write to it. Like, do you, do you sing in any background? Like, you may listen to it differently after we speak on it, but like. The singing in the background was really what made me love the beat or made me buy the beat because I was right. just, I just heard it and I was like, yeah, I, I like this beat, but like, what would I do to it? Mm -hmm. So I ended up just talking on it because I didn't really think I could find a flow. I could, but I didn't want to. You know, I wanted it to be just just a listening vibe. You know? Yeah. Jungle paradigm. Yeah, so nice. And I mean, you have a really nice speaking voice anyway. So it was like Thank real, you. yeah, it was real calm and soothing. Because I think sometimes, too, like, when you listen to music, like, sometimes you do need, like, that varied sound. Yeah. Like, something that's, like, more, like, relaxed. And I felt like the talking added to that more relaxed vibe as opposed to, like, you, um, you know, rapping to the beat. It right. was it was right. really nice. It was really I, – I enjoyed that one. Also, I liked your other song, too. I think it's Bronze Skin Fruit. Yeah, Bronson. That was dope. Which number that's, was that on the that on was project? Cool. So what I sent you was 
one, four, and seven. Those are my favorite numbers. Yeah. So one, four, seven. Those were like my favorite tracks as well. Those three. So it's yeah. locked in as the first track. Um, Brown Skin Fruit is the fourth, and then the seventh is Jungle Paradigm. So yeah, those were the ones I sent you because those were like the standout ones for me. Yeah, I so I, I really enjoyed them. Yeah, those were really nice. I'd love to hear the entire um project. So can you speak a little bit about the project in its entirety? Like, what was your inspiration behind um the title of the project, and um you know just kind of like what you were feeling and thinking about, especially like the fact that it's like during the pandemic where you were coming right, up with right, some of right. this. I'd love to hear a little bit more about you know your thoughts and your creative process. Mm-hmm. So the project is what you fail to observe, and it's basically compiled of seven songs. Um, basically, the songs were just ideas that I had that I that I pretty much couldn't stand alone. Like they couldn't be singles. Mm-hmm. I didn't want them to be singles. I wanted them. You know, they they was real meaningful songs. They were things. They were talking about things that were that were basically taboo. You know, things that I didn't want to face things that I would, you know, see, but not want to see. So, you know, things that I failed to observe are literally like the songs. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, the idea of Jungle Paradigm sat on my, sat in my book and just was there for years before it even got put on a, on a beat or Mm -hmm. thought about getting put on a beat. So everything, all seven songs are either an idea or a song that I was sleeping on or that I was overlooking. And the what yeah, you feel to cool. observe metaphor is more or less just we as individuals kind of like look in the mirror and we see what we want to see or before we really appreciate what's there completely in its entirety, you know? Mm. And that's that's something everybody goes through. Yeah. And, you know, it's a it's a it's an everyday battle for people to um see what's what's actually there and appreciate it. So the whole concept was to just, you know, speak my truth. Um because I was scared to look at, you know, scared to stay solid on things that, you know, was, will be vulnerable in my music. You know, like, nah, I shouldn't, I don't want to say that. Or, nah, right. it's my art. Like, I have to say it, you know. Mm. Or, no, mm. it won't. So, at the end of the day, it was like, these was these are ideas that needed to be free. Right. They were just, you know, they were confined in my notepad or my book. Or, you know, somebody needed to hear this basically yeah absolutely that was the concept I don't know if it makes sense to you but yeah it totally does and I mean I can totally relate to because there there are lots of like ideas for paintings or um things that I want to make that right I have like years prior and then like when the time is right because that's the other thing too I think when we're making art yeah it's the time and like like you may have gotten the idea a few years prior but the time it wasn't right for you to release whatever it was into the world at that moment exactly and so i think like our ideas are kind of like seeds that we just kind of like you know sprinkle a bowl like maybe put it in a notepad or something for real and then like they blossom for real whenever they're supposed to so i think that's due time yeah um so how would you say or, or what would you say like your mindset was in terms of like writing some of the lyrics for the for the project um i just wanted to be real i just wanted it to be my reality at the end of the day mm-hmm. you know i wanted it to feel so for any things that i'm influenced by i wanted it to feel like that like the things that i listen to i wanted somebody to be like damn like 
I can relate. This is, you know, this fits in what I already listened to type thing. I wanted right. it to to sit in, in my inspiration mm. and basically use it as my own inspiration. Because sometimes I look back at songs and I'm like, damn, like, that didn't really pop off. But, like, that idea, like, again, with distraction. Yeah. Like, it was, you know, it's, it's really just a few connections away, you know, at this point in time, like, especially, especially in, you know, the new normal. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to get somebody's attention with something, you know. Yeah, yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. Also, too, I wanted to ask you. I don't know if you would consider your work to be semi-political, but um, how would you? How do you feel like the current political climate in Bermuda and like what's going on in the world and stuff has influenced your music? Um, to be honest, I don't think politics really affect my work mm-hmm. firsthand i think what it affects is my reality and my reality basically affects my music right. so it has a lot to do with it but it's it's kind of indirect like mm-hmm. i like my politics and the way i write is it remains the same you know right. but the politics around me pretty much affect my reality and how i would how i would make music like i may make a song about politics but that's one percent of like I'm not gonna be a political artist after mm, the politics, mm. you know, occur. You. If that makes sense. Yeah, but totally. It's, it's like, it's like I'm never gonna be like, oh well, you know, this part is in to- this part is in power, so like I'm gonna make music like this. Or mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how you know what what politics we're actually talking about, but I know you know that's just an example. Um, yeah. I think I think it's also cool too, you know, whenever we're making art to make art for art's sake <laughs> if that makes right. sense yeah that's and that's what i'm true to at the end of the day I'm, i just want to be true to myself and, and my story yeah and you know the political stories have their own story you know the political power has its own story it's writing its own story so like my story doesn't need to add that like mm. at, at the end of the day it affects yeah. it and it's it's part of it but that's like when you really tap into the story like you know right. poor cats where you can talk about yeah this was this is what influenced this song mm-hmm. and like i was saying about the music like you could listen to reggae and and make rock or you could listen to r&b and make rap like right. you don't you don't really have to use your influences the way that they're perceived mm, totally and so i yeah. guess like what you're saying from that is like you know you can have influences but they could be real subtle like just yeah, kind of exactly, like underneath yeah. the surface and like not yeah. so like build like in your face um right i think and you might disagree but i think you know in 2020 you as a black man in bermuda right now making art <laughs> is a political statement even if you may not agree yeah it is but it is no, just no, the fact that you're doing it's, it's, it it's very political yes yeah. um yeah you know when you think about it like in terms of like you using your own story your life experiences your reality and sharing your story like you putting your story all into the world that's a political act within itself and so like you were saying you don't have to like make music per se about politics but you as a young black man living today in 2020 like you just making art in general is a political statement so um yeah, yeah, and I think, I think exactly. there's real power. I think there's real power in that. Yeah. I'm not saying that as if, like, you know, like, I wouldn't use my voice to um, to basically 
push forward what needs to be pushed forward. Mm-hmm. It's more or less just, I don't really get too political with my music. Yeah. But it is very political for me to be, in, be an artist. Yeah. You know, it's politics as usual, you know? Yeah. I think being an artist is just, it's bravery and it's radicalism anyway. <laughs> Even yeah, if your is, message yeah. is not like overly political. Yeah, it's, you know, putting your, putting, being vulnerable is, 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 poli- is politics, you know? Yeah, totally. Basically standing up and saying, like, you know, this is what you stand for. This is what you believe in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's and not you easy. Can, you can get that and you can feel that in your music. Um, so, yeah, um, I wanted to ask you about, you know, some producers that you may work with. Um, like, who are some artists or producers that you have enjoyed working with or that you're vibing with right now? Um, shout out to A-Track and um, Derek. Those are my favorite local producers. Yeah. Um, those two on the album as well. Everything uh, Ryan's on the album? Ryan's yeah, on the Ryan's album? On lo- nice. Yeah, Ryan produced Locked In, which is the song I sent you as well. Um, oh, the, amazing. The saxophone in it. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it. and Because yeah, usually I could recognize his song. Right. So I'm going to go back and listen for sure. Yeah, you'll tap in and you, you'll get locked in eventually. You know, it'll be like, okay, now I hear it. Like, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> you'll hear these songs. But yeah, shout out to shout out to Ryan. Um, You were saying artists too. I didn't want to forget no artists. Um, shout out Just Mike and JP. They're on the um, mm. project as well on Bronskin Fruit. We didn't talk about that. I know we brought it up, but we'll talk about it after. But yeah, shout out, shout out, um, Just Mike and JP. Um, were you were you asking me? You were asking me about the artists, right? Local yeah. Artists. Or was it just producers? Because I don't want to. Artists like... and producers. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm definitely rocking with Shayla. I don't know if you know Shayla. You listen to Shayla before? Um, no, Stormer. Never. Stormer. Some of, yeah, some of these artists that are. I'm going to have to get into it. Right now. You're going to have to um, send me the info, like, one insta. Yeah, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, as far as, like, visual artists, like, shout out Calyx, shout out Queendom Heights, Jade with Queendom Heights, um, McKeem, yourself. Like, like um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of artists that's, you know, working together now. And it's, yes. it's beautiful to me because it's, it's much needed. Mm-hmm, totally and you had yeah. just mentioned um calyx and jade and i know that they worked with you on the cover can you can you talk a little bit about that um yeah, what that, that was, was like dope. collaborating just, with them yeah it was it was really dope you know, it was everything that that i needed for the project i wanted it to be 100 percent local you know i wanted it yeah. to feel like my reality mm. Um, so we came in and we took some intimate pictures in my space. That was Calyx's idea. Nice. And Jay captured it amazingly. Um, but yeah, I just hit him up because I knew, you know, I knew the work and I knew what they would do. Mm-hmm. And they literally just executed it. That's all I can say about that I... one. And shout out Makeem because he, he, um, he actually formulated the the actual cover art graphically so oh nice um yeah that was much needed to bring that to you know the last thing to reality which was 
to make the cover come to life. Mm-hmm. So amazing. There was one yeah. image that I had seen, and um, it looked like it was kind of taken on an angle, and it had right. I think it was Devil's Hill. I don't know yep. if it's yeah, it's at Devil's Hill, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, I loved the way that those two wires were kind of like juxtaposed against each other on yep. like different sides, because like the mirror kind of like made it look like it was bouncing off of it. It was yeah, really cool. Was it was really it was, cool. It was crazy, like, because I when she was taking the pictures, I didn't see any of them. I just, you know, was that confident in her work. Yeah. I was just like, hey, it's looking cool. It's looking cool, but. Like, Calix was there holding the light, you know, making sure everything was cool. He was, like, shoot through the mirror, and she was like, all right, cool. I'll, you know, I'll try that. So then, you know, I saw it. They took a shot, and it's like, yeah, that's it there. So I was just <laughs> cool. But, you know, that's where I'm from. I'm from Devil's Hill. So it was, you know, it was basically my reality. Like, I keep saying my reality because I wanted it to reflect every part of what I, you know, have been going through these past years, what I see these past years to create this art, you know? Yes. And so I think I just it's amazing that. that you've, like, collaborated with other artists, not just musicians, but visual artists, too, because I think um, that plays a huge role as well in putting together a pro- project, even though we don't really think about it. But I, I think that, um, you know, you tapping into that kind of creative resource, like, really put a nice finish on the look of the project. Yeah, I wanted like I wanted it to be like the standard. Like, let's make this the standard. Like, let's use our our artists to pretty much promote our our art. You know. Yeah. So at the end of the day, if we all work together, it would show the collective. Like, well, who made your cover? Like, well, who's that only cover? Like, you know, you start mm-hmm. asking questions, and the all your own people. Yeah. Like, if we start moving like that, like every cover art is art. Mm-hmm. You know, let's actually make it Bermudian art. Yes, I love that. I totally love that. And I think um, what's special about that too, like when you collaborate with with other artists from from varying different genres of art, right? you kind of like tap into things that you may not have thought about before. And also too, like everybody's getting put on at the yeah, same for time real, too. For real. You know? We all like, eat from it. Like, yes, totally. Yeah. So I love and I, that. I never make it seem like it's an opportunity because at the end of the day, it's just a collaboration. Mm-hmm. You know, most people will look at people like, oh, yeah, it's an opportunity for you. Like, that's not what he wrote. You should take it's more or less right. just like. Let's make art. That's yeah, it. let's just make art. <laughs> like, let's create. And when it's real like that, it, you know, it shows. Yeah. And like I said, shout out to Calix, shout out to Jay because they really brought this, brought this idea to life. Calix, you know, he knew what he wanted to shoot. And that was important to me, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, shout out to those guys. Um, love, love, love that. I'm I'm a big fan of Calyx and Jade. Um, yeah, like, it's, you guys have worked together. Well, not worked together, but, you know, you've been standing next to each other with yes. your art and, you know, and yes. promoting each other. So it's dope. Like, I, I want to be a part of that, even, you know, basically using my music as, like, the next link. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just stay connected as far as Bermudians, you know? Bermudian yeah, creatives, I should say. Yes. And I think, like, we're all, like, contemporaries, like, all working right now. I think, like, when, who knows, like, maybe 50 years from now, people will be studying some aspects of Bermudian culture, and who knows, they might even be studying your album or who made the cover I mean, that, for that would be amazing. You know, that would be awesome. That would be amazing. And I think you, the only thing that separates that is 
just creating real art and yeah. giving it time, you know, because real art will always live. Yeah. So, and it stands the test of time. Yeah. Yeah, for real. It does. For real. It really does. So keep going. Keep going. Like, I feel like you have such great potential. And I'm Thank really you. excited to see, like, your trajectory. And I'll be definitely watching and hopefully a part of your career. Hopefully we could collab on something. I don't yes, know what, yes, yes, but we yes. hopefully we can. I think it would be amazing. We have to, honestly, we have to. I think that would be that would be dope. Yeah, gotta get a next cover art. Next cover art. Like, <laughs> yes, totally. Oh. Yeah, we'll we'll think of something. I've even like had ideas of like, I don't know, like events and stuff that could possibly yeah, happen where that, it's like. like you know, a vibe like music wise and then it's like i don't know painting or creating or spoken word or something just like yeah, it's happening would, to like all vibe. forms of art yeah i think like stuff like that would be so nice in bermuda we'll yeah, see I agree. I agree. in due time in due time um but i wanted to ask you about like some of the other worlds that you've stepped into um in your creative process because i know that you work with Derek closely and I know you do a lot of the um, videography for him too. So can you talk about like how you kind of like got started with doing that? Like, you know, how did you transition or how do you move back and forth? Like between the two, um, or (laughs) where'd you get the confidence to say, okay, like, you know, I'm a musician, but like I could do this over her too. I mean, like, to be honest, I just wanted to learn. I, I just wanted to be able to, know how to do it right at the time me and Derek were making music and we didn't really want to go to anybody else creatively to shoot the video we was just like why don't we shoot it ourselves Mm -hmm. so he had a camera and then we pretty much just ran half on a gimbal and just started utilizing it with the outdoor sessions the first session we done was actually not with the gimbal but the idea was to shoot it Mm-hmm. It was actually um just a steel shot. Um, we started with steel shots, but we're like, you know, if somebody's holding the camera, it would be dope. Obviously, I can't hold the camera and shoot myself. Right. So it only really worked with other artists. So once he got other artists involved, um, mm-hmm. it started to, I was pretty much the one available to shoot. So we shot. Nice. At the same time, I like to just have different trades. Like I also sp- spray like my family businesses spraying cars and customizing cars so oh, that's like, cool i have different trades that i would like to get into and in due time you know but yeah they all need they all need work so yeah I just was shooting with Derek. that's how it started mm-hmm. um, i'm not gonna sit here and say i'm the best videographer but yeah i was learning you know so I'm just yeah. using that as my and i i love the whole vibe and the whole look of the I think I think it's called IO Vibes, right? Sessions. Yeah, indoor outdoor outdoor sessions. Yes, I think it was so dope. Like just the the whole concept behind it. Um, you know, when it's so weird, like being in Bermuda, I think you um, I think for so long there was this like aesthetic that, okay, this is what Bermuda looks like. But I think the way that you guys capture um music being played mm-hmm. outdoors like that, I don't know, like I didn't see Bermuda in that way it was almost like when you guys captured it like I saw Bermuda in a different light if that makes yeah, sense yeah I mean and I like I think I like how people um basically come up with their own 
meanings of what you know what the outdoor sessions mean to him right he was literally just trying to look for places that weren't coming or right. like places that were just nice views but all you can do is take a picture that all, all people do is take a picture there when you could create a whole outdoor session yeah a whole you know? experience yeah and i and was always that type of person that like i said i went on nature walks as a as a youth so like i was always i always knew these spots and like where i could go so Mm-hmm. When Derek had the had the camera, it was just like, yeah, well, let's shoot here. It'll be dope to shoot here or bring another artist. Let's go there. Yeah. Um, m- most of the um, most of the areas are just rural areas and just places that you know you wouldn't think we would shoot in. But, yeah. Which is really I'm cool because I think I'm you have to have an eye for it. You gotta have an eye to be able yeah, to create for real, that. For real. Yeah. Because who knows, like, you know, it might be somewhere you pass every day, but you don't view it in that way, you know? Um, well, and that so that's where they you feel to observe, you know? Right. You know, you <laughs> Back just, to that. It always, I'm just telling you, that's my reality. Like, that's just, I, like, those are my spots. Like, that's what I mm. like to do. Like, I like to find spots that, you know, are unique to Bermuda and you just go past them every day. Like, Right. There's like so many spots like that in Bermuda. I mean, you it find really them, but like serious jams, like you're like, yeah. oh my, they're like, this is beautiful. So yeah, you create totally. art there, like you know, make more art there. Yes, and you guys have like totally transformed what this space looks like, um, and put your whole twist on it with your art form. I think it's so cool. I'm a total fan of it. Um, love, love, love seeing the visuals. I'm, a, I'm a whole like visual fanatic. And so if something is like aesthetically pleasing, I think it's even, I mean, obviously the music was cool, but I yeah. think the video aspect of it was just so beautiful and just That's really good. like, That's good. yeah, really, really nice. So everybody, like I said, sees something different in it. So it's nice to know like what, what makes, what people enjoy about it, mm-hmm. you know, and how we could add different things to it. So yeah, I'll definitely be doing some outdoor vibes for like this project so we look yeah. forward oh you'll be doing videos and stuff for it yeah i definitely i need to i, I nice. just want to make sure that it's um is up to the same standard like i don't want to just rush it because yeah. the project wasn't rushed you know so I how long to did be, you how long did you work on the project well basically a special person in my life told me like if not now then when right so i pretty much had the songs there all they really needed to be, all that really needed to be done was the recording process. So mm-hmm. the songs were pretty much completed. I bought the beats, um, recorded them. It was probably like a two-month process nice. to actually record it and um, make it physically. But the actual ideas and everything, you know, that I don't even have a date for that. That was years in advance right but i was always saying like what you feel to observe that was always like in the back of my mind mm. like i said i was seeing these spots and how things i feel to observe made this a success is why i had to name it that yeah i think it's a fitting really fitting um title especially like you know with your story behind it and i think when you have projects that you put out that are like really authentic like that um i think those will carry us like that project is gonna lead like to your next one and nah, for know. real it, it just it has to make sense for me i think that's why it takes time 
And when you look at the um, biggest artists of this generation and past generations, they took time. And once they, once it was time to listen again, it was like, it didn't matter how long you had to wait for that. You just right. were appreciative of that. So, yeah. you know, that's what I want to make my art. I never want to rush it, but I also want to stay consistent in it. Mm. And I think, like, like I said, that question, if not now, then, then when? Like, if I, if I, that question, you know, sometimes people have to ask you, like, you know, if you want to be this person, then how right. can you be that person without doing it? Yeah, you know, so that's so true. Always, that's the motivation behind this, you know? Yeah. Just like, well, yeah, I'm an artist. I'm always going to be an artist. But, like, if I'm not creating art constantly, then I'm not, I'm doing myself an injustice, you know? Right. Or Absolutely. Releasing my art, not really saying just doing it to just to do it, but, like, releasing it when it's it needs to be done mm. it needs to be released like you said yeah i totally totally relate to that and i don't know who told you that or who said that well who asked you that question but it was needed like <laughs> you know you gotta you gotta keep people that keep you grounded around you you know nah, for real for real and people who believe in your art because i think that that makes a huge difference too and so, like you know because we could get internal motivation but i think it's really special when we have like a tribe of people who support for real, for real. It, it makes a huge difference um, it's dope when you see genuine people who like fuck with it and like that's pretty much what i've been getting for a long time and if i'm not receiving it it's because i'm not creating and i know mm. when i need to receive it i you know people just want to hear something real yeah you know, that's what they miss so it's just like I need to give them. I need to give it to them. You know, I need to. Give <laughs> you them gotta give the people music. what they ask yeah, for. You know, <laughs> if not now, then when? Right, exactly. <laughs> if if it ain't now, when is it gonna happen? Exactly. So, so I'm I'm really happy that you were able to like tap into, part like ideas and seeds that you already had, and then just kind of like bring them forth. And yeah. um, a, a lot of times I think that's how it happens. Like. It don't feels just like kind of naturally like that too. Like, mm-hmm. like when you're writing down an idea, for instance, you don't think like, okay, this is gonna be some big thing later. Like, oh, like this no, is pretty don't. cool. I just write it you down. Don't. But like, everything's interconnected, and um, you know, just hearing your story, I think also even serves kind of like as a confirmation for me too. Like, my own practice that like, you know, things take time. You know, mm-hmm. it it not everything is going to happen like all at once but the more consistent that you are the more fruits that you'll be able to bear from the the craft so kudos to you kudos to you for putting this project out i think it's dope i'm excited to hear the rest so where can people find what you feel to observe so it will be on apple music um spotify amazon pretty much every online store that sells music It'll be mm-hmm. on YouTube Music. YouTube Music is a dope app. I think people should start using it more. Really? Um, yeah, it's dope. It's like Apple Music, but YouTube. So it's got like YouTube stuff and also like the stuff that you like on Apple Music. Nice. Yeah, but it's not an ad though. So, <laughs> but it's, it's still <laughs> that's right. It's still dope. But yeah, at the end of the day, it should be everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everywhere that sells music. Yes. Okay. Awesome. So I wanted to just kind of um, have you quickly talk about before we end, you know, just how you and working in your particular profession, like you being passionate about 
sharing your story. I don't know if you know, but I think will have an impact on young people coming up behind you. And so what's some advice that you can share for young people who might be interested in pursuing music as a career? Uh, the best advice is just stay true to yourself, you know, and just create your art, let your art breathe, you know, give yourself time to, to understand your reality, make art based on your reality, you know, and just be yourself at all times. Practice your craft, you know. Mm-hmm. Ten thousand hours is important, but that's just I'm like the, you. that's just the year. first level. Yeah, you know, that's just the first level. It doesn't say you know that's the that's the peak. That's just the first level, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, that's important. Perfecting it and yeah. putting in the time, and you know, just being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Being vulnerable with your with your art, if that's what you're into. If you're not into that, then what can I say? But <laughs> I think it's, I think it's important to, to stay true to yourself. That's the best advice I can give. Um, Cause like I say, I started when I was 16 and from that moment, I never stopped that. So that's one, that's the one thing I never did was stop. Right. Everything you're saying about me today reflects because of that. Mm. I never, I never stopped. I never gave in when it was taboo. I, you know, I pushed through. Right. Some of my friends stopped and they were looking at me weird or side eyes like, why are you still rapping? But, you know, if you look today, like everybody's rapping and that may be a good thing or a bad thing. But at the end of the day, if you know that it's your art and it's the best thing for you, mm-hmm. then you just have to do it. And yeah. people know, you know, I know a lot of real artists that know that that might not be the most efficient with like releasing music or feeling like, they should release music, but mm-hmm. it's important for those people to do that. Yeah. You know? So that's my be- that's the best advice I could give to up and coming artists that are really artists. Right. <laughs> Let's not get lost in, you know, anybody doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, I'm not gonna hate. I'm not hating, but you know, artists, true artists, know. Yeah. So that's you know that's my advice for true artists. Well, thank you. And that's the thing we're speaking to. True artists hurt when you Yeah, I mean, the, the, that's the only ones that listen, though. I know right, you got true. just anybody's just listen to a podcast. You have to be a real <laughs> artist to listen. Yeah, so shout absolutely. out to the real artists listening, you know, and everybody. Yes, but I appreciate, I appreciate you, you. Jade. Yes, I appreciate you. you. Can you um let us know where we can find you online? Um, building the buzz on everything. Building the buzz on Instagram. Building the buzz on Twitter. YouTube. Um. Apple Music is Busby, but okay. Spotify is Busby, but yeah, those are my, you know, building the buzz, you'll find me. Okay, amazing. Well, thank you no so much. No G in building. Sorry okay, no G. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and I'll also le- leave links and stuff people can of course, um, of course. Get, to, get to you, find you easily, but thank you so, so much. Thank Busby, you. Busby, this has been be fantastic. I am so thrilled we could have this chat. And I'm really excited. Yes, really excited for everything that you have in store and also looking forward to your visuals because <laughs> I really like thank your you. visuals. Too. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I'll be, I'll be soon to be back with some more, you know? Okay, amazing. Well, thank you yeah. so, so much. I'm wishing you all the best. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you okay. for having me. Please share with friends, subscribe, and rate us on iTunes. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us online at theartifacts.com and on Instagram at The Artifacts. If you'd like to send us a message or to suggest an artist that you'd like to see on the show, 
please connect with us at theartifacts at gmail.com. Thank you so much, and I'm looking forward to sharing with you our upcoming episodes. Peace and blessings. This recording is copyrighted by Jude Hassel and All Right.